you know, we've all seen what's going on in the world today. It seems like women are over-sexualizing themselves. We see it in all areas of life, right? We see it in the entertainment industry. We see it in the movie business, the music industry. Now we're seeing it in schools. We've all seen the Cardi B's, the Sexy Reds, Ice Spice, and who can forget Trina, expressing themselves in this new norm of sexuality through the female. Now we have OnlyFans sites and Pornhub sites that have become something that is quite acceptable in our society, society today. You know, women aren't called prostitutes anymore. Women who sell sex anymore, they're not called prostitutes anymore. They're called sex workers. So we're going through this evolution into this new concept where women are expressing themselves sexually. But here today, we want to discuss why that may be. Let's talk about it. Okay, as you guys know me, I enjoy talking. I enjoy conversating about, especially about history. I think in order for us to understand why women are truly over-sexualizing themselves, we must have a good understanding of how we got to this space. And please bear with me because I think the only way we're going to be able to do this without judging women, without demonizing women, without doing all the stuff that has happened to women for the last 2,000 years, we have to at least touch on history a little bit. Okay, so let's get into it. All right, so for the last approximately 2,500 to 2,000 years, in the age of Pisces, civilizations created success through conquering, controlling, consolidating other nations into under one authority. So in other words, for the past 2,000 years or so, society's success is based upon how well it was able to go out and go to war, control, destroy, consolidate, and manage. So the, the number one gross product, if you will, was bringing, conquering other societies and bringing them into the authority of one society. In these particular societies, since it's about controlling, it's about managing, it's about physical brawn, it's about going out and conquering people through physical might, going through war and all these different things, these societies become very dependent upon the masculine energy, in particular the masculine brawn. Because everything in the society is based upon what? Physical management. Let's think about it for a second. You know, when um, Alexander the Great marched his army all the way into India to conquer India, that is a huge feat of masculine brawn. And the physical might of men, the bravery of men, the fierceness of men, those societies are very much dependent upon that. So for the last 2,000 years or so, that society had to configure itself to not only exalt the masculine brawn, but also protect it. Because one of the things that's very diminishing to physical brawn is the sensual expression of the female. As a matter of fact, We've heard stories about like Samson and Delilah and all these different things. The stories are of, of, of about, stories that are about 
the diminishing effect of the female sensuality has on the power, strength, fierceness, brawn of man. So in these societies, these the masculine energy that was necessary for that society to manifest success. Because if you think about it, when a society goes out and conquers another society and brings the men and all the people into their society, typically as slaves, you got to understand that this is a consistent need to manage and control. So not only do you need men to fight in your armies and things of that nature, but you also need men as a basic principle within your nation to manage and control the uprising or the, the, the expressions of the people who are functioning from the lower caste or slave category who are seeking to get their share of the pie. So now those people have to be managed on a consistent basis. So these societies are built heavily upon brawn, the physical might of man, the fierceness of man, the bravery of man. His ability to do what's necessary for the society versus what's necessary for the individual. These are all masculine traits. And in that particular regard, you have Braun, who is heavily dependent upon testosterone. And testosterone is heavily dependent upon the seminal power of man. Women, on the other hand, are sensually dominated and therefore have authority over the sensual, I mean, over the seminal power of the masculine. So in order for you to maintain a society by which brawn is taken care of, the sensual passions of woman has to be restricted, regulated, controlled, and managed. So in these societies, women are taught as a moral code, as a moral sense, that they have to be chaste, that they cannot express their sensuality without looking incorrect in a society that has defined it that way. Women are trained and taught that they must follow the man. So women are put under the authority of a man. He must follow man. She can't express her sensuality because in certain civilizations, if she expresses her sensuality, she's stoned to death. And these are all protective mechanisms because your society at this time makes its money on the physical brawn of man. And so therefore, the physical brawn of man must be protected. So what are we talking about? We're talking about why are women over-sexualizing themselves? So we're talking about sex. We're talking about sensuality through sex. Now, mind you, sensuality is just one of the powers of the feminine principle. And also, physical brawn is just one of the powers of the masculine. I just want to be clear about that. There are higher expressions of these realities that man and woman will eventually evolve into. But we're here just simply talking about these things. So we're talking about sex. Let's just keep it real. Okay. If you think about it, if you look at the concept of sex in that position, man is the consumer. Woman is the provider. So in any situation where you are simply the consumer, and somebody else is providing something that you are consuming, you got to automatically know that you are in a lower status. You are in a status of weakness towards that entity. You know, it's funny. I try to become independent in many ways. So anytime that I'm consuming something, like for instance, let's say kombucha, you know, our family enjoys kombucha, but I am, I am a consumer, 
So I have to go to the store and buy somebody else's version of kombucha and make them money. So what I attempt, what I attempt to do is turn myself into a producer. So I have my daughter making kombucha homemade so that we can eventually get out of the title of consumer and into the title of producer. But what I'm saying that for is to simply say this, that when you are a producer, you are in the position of power to the consumer. There's no way around that. So in the concept of sex, women are, women are the producers, men are the consumers. At the same time, you cannot have longevity if the consumer has control over the product, even though he or she is not producing the product. You, you see the problem there. So in, in societies that are built that way by which the, we want to put the consumer in a position of control over the producer, the society has to do a lot of heavy-handed things to make the producer stay in a position by which they are subordinate to the consumer. Because if you think about it, that doesn't happen anywhere else in society and business anywhere where the consumer has power over the producer. But in this regard, in these societies for the last 2,000 years, the consumer, which is man, has been put in charge of the sexuality of the female. But you can only do that through setting rigid, rigorous restrictions, protocols, heavy-handed measures. You have to almost, you have to go overboard to do that because that is completely antagonistic to natural harmony. The consumer is always subordinate to the producer. So in this particular societies that we've been in for the last 2,000 years, women, the producer, has been put under the authority of the masculine, and therefore, as a result, these regimented systems of moral codes and things of that nature have been put in place to limit the power of the producer to protect the masculinity and brawn of man. Because sexuality has a direct connection to the seminal power of man, and seminal power of man has a di direct relation to testosterone, which has a direct relationship to the brawn and fierceness of the man. And that's the process. When you have men who are over-sexualizing themselves, you will have a man who is lowering their ability to be fierce, to lowering their ability to manifest their masculinity in, in, a, in a specific manner of brawnness. You'll find that their testosterone will be diminished, and you'll find that we have what we have today, which is the effemination of men, the effeminizing of men, where eventually a man's testosterone drops to us to... to such a level by which he's not manifesting as a man anymore according to the terms that has been provided to us by the, for the last 2,000 years or so. Now, you know that I am correct because all you got to do is look at the most, conquering, the most conquering traditions ever and you will see that they also have the most regimented, restricted expression of the feminine principle. So if you look at Islam and Christianity, you'll also find that they are very rigid, regimented and very strict towards the sensual expression of 
woman. And that's why you'll see in certain aspects, you'll see women have to cover themselves up and only their eyes are exposed to further enslave the producer to the consumer. So what is going on in society today? Well, first of all, we're transitioning out of the age of Pisces and into the age of Aquarius. We're transitioning now into a, a space where there is a need for women to raise themselves up to equanimity with men to a place where there's equality between man and woman. The challenges that we are about to face, we need women to step up and be equal with men. Now notice I didn't say we need women to step up and be in charge of men. I didn't say that. I said that next society that is created is going to have balance between man and woman. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> well, not fortunately, I guess, but, you know, so for your female liberationists out there who think that the next society is going to be women are running everything and, you know, men are just going to be there to procreate and then you kick them out the house, that's not going to happen. You can, you can have as much wishful thinking as you want to, but that's not going to happen. The next society that we're moving into, there's going to be equanimity, equanimity between man and woman. But right now, and for the past 2,000 years, it's been man above woman. And we can't be successful in this new society that we're moving into at, with that particular same construct. And the, for the past 2,000 years, when you're conquering and managing people and controlling people, you know, and if you have to, killing people and all these different things, it's dependent upon the physical brawn of man. And therefore, certain things had to take place. That type of society where the consumer is, you know, in control of the producer, you can have relative success in that day and age. But as we're transitioning out of this age, you cannot have success in this new age because now the hedge that has been protecting man from the female sensual power has been removed. And now women are expressing themselves, expressing their sexuality, and so on. Now, why are women over-sexualizing themselves? Well, for one, society is moving away from its dependence upon the physical brawn. In this cashless society that we're going into, well, you don't need policing systems anymore. So now, as you notice, in a lot of the neighborhoods in the major cities, the police force is being pulled back because you don't need a police force in the cashless society. You don't need the physical brawn in the cashless society. Somebody somewhere can hit a button and stop your electric car. Somebody somewhere can hit a button and turn your digital wallet off. So those are levels of control that they're going to exert moving into this new day and age. So therefore, there's no need for the physical brawn. As a matter of fact, physical brawn becomes antagonistic to the transition of this quote-unquote new world order. And so the hedge being removed and this over-sexualization being promoted is simply a way to transition from the dependence of the masculine brawn. Since most men are functioning at their lowest level, since most men don't have the necessary discipline they need, they're going to fall victim to this tidal wave, of sex, tidal wave of sexual expression that is coming down the pipe, that is already coming.
And unfortunately, because most men aren't, aren't disciplined, don't have control over themselves, unfortunately, they're going to fall victim to this sexual expression that's being put out there. And eventually, they're going to fall victim to being over-feminized. And therefore, they could become the dependent piece of society and have to deal with the repercussions of such. You know, the over-sexualization of woman is simply coming through. That hedge is being removed because society is bringing that to the forefront now because they're moving away from their dependence upon the physical brawn of man. Now, is this right or is this wrong? Where according to the Maasa, we are moving in the correct direction because this new society that we're moving into, and you have to know that we're moving into a new society. If you're sitting there thinking that you're trying to figure out a way to maintain the old society, maintain the old America, you are going to lose big time because we're transitioning into this new age, which means there's a new societal expression that's coming along. In this new society, we need not only do we need women to move up to adjacency to men, but we also need women to gain control over her sexuality, learn how to promote it in the right way. Currently, in this, in this current state, it looks terrible. It should look terrible because they haven't expressed themselves. They haven't had control over their sensuality, their sexuality, for the last 2,000 years. Now that they're taking ownership over this expression, it's going to look ugly in the beginning. As a matter of fact, the ancient, our ancient ancestors gave us a story that was about 3,000 years old that prepared us for this moment. It was the story of Sekhmet and Ra. So, yes, we need them to take control over their sensuality, take control over their sexuality. We need that. The consumer cannot enslave the producer. But what will eventually happen as we get through this period of time right now, we, excuse me, women will eventually evolve until you into utilizing their sensuality to power and reinforce the virtuous qualities of the society and from there we will reach a higher society than what we're doing what we're witnessing at this particular point so why are women over sexualizing themselves because for the last 2000 years or so they have been severely limited in this natural expression of theirs, and they have been put at the mercy of the consumer. And anytime you have a consumer who's regulating the product of a producer, that is always going to be done in a heavy-handed manner. So women have been kind of locked in a cage. Now they're expressing themselves. We need them to express themselves. We need them to learn how to use their sensuality. We need them to evolve to a space where they use their sensuality for the virtues of society. And at that point, we will reach a higher society. We are moving away from the dependence on the physical brawn. That's something that you have to understand. That's why the policing system is being pulled back. That's why the military is being pulled back. That's why all these different expressions of masculine brawn is being pulled back because we're moving into a new society that is not dependent upon the physical and masculine brawn. 
And since it's not dependent upon that, then there's no reason for us to have these ancillary do's and don'ts that are there simply to manage the sensual power of a woman. We don't need any more of these labels of labeling a person as a whore and all these negative terms that are used simply to express women who are expressing themselves sensually. Yes, we do have to go through this quote-unquote period of time where it's not going to look good, but eventually women will evolve to a space where they're able to project it in a manner that's harmonious and increasing to society. You know, right now they're telling people, hey, just have as much sex as you want. That's okay because they are working on a uh, vaccine for HIV. You know, they're working on a vaccine for all these different venereal diseases out here. You know, you know, go ahead and eat whatever you want because they're working on a vaccine for cancer and all these different things. But see, in a society that is managed and controlled by the physical brawn, you can have free health care. You can walk into the hospital to get taken care of and walk out. You can have all these different systems, right? The medical system, the criminal justice system, and the divorce system. You can have the economic systems. You can have the religious systems. These are all systems that were simply based upon the physical brawn controlling things. But in this new society that we're going into, you got to be very careful because when they say, oh, we got a, we got a vaccine for everything, what they're not telling you is that vaccine is going to cost $2 million. It's not going to be covered. See, it's no, nothing free anymore. See, in a society by which you're controlled and managed, and as long as you live according to these moral codes, which is an expression of control, which is an expression of masculine control, when you live through all these controls and things, as long as you live in this way and you are functioning at a level that we feel as though you should be functioning at, right? No, you're not, we're not, we're not, you're not supposed to be a billionaire. No, you're supposed to function down here. Are you black? Yes, I'm black. Okay, no, you're supposed to function down here. And we're going to do things in the society and in the, your community to ensure that you are, your success is diminished. But be that as it may, you still get the freedom to, oh, is that word freedom again? <laughs> you still get the freedom to eat whatever you want, to have sex with whatever you want, because we're going to take care of you on the back end. That's a masculine-driven society. That attempts to control and manage you. We're moving away from that. We're moving into this new age where, you know, with AI and all these different things, cashless society, where if you don't do for self, meaning it's going to put more onus on you living virtually, right, vir virtuously right now, because if you don't control yourself, you don't have greater states of discipline, you go out and express yourself sexually without any discipline, without any control, you catch a disease, you come in and say, hey, I need a vaccine. The vac they say, oh, the vaccine is $2 million. You go, I don't have any money. It's not covered by my insurance. Yes, in a cash society, you don't have any of that stuff. Well, do you have the $2 million? No, I don't. Well, maybe there's something else that we can trade. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> we could talk to the cows come home, but why are women over-sexualizing themselves? Simply because society is moving away from a masculine-dominated society, and that's okay, because men have to now increase. Men have to now evolve to the next level of masculine evolution. You know, what did men do before the advent of warring and conquering and pillaging? What did men do before that? 
Well, I can tell you what black men did. They built pyramids. They did science. They they created the medical system, right? Where you healing systems. They created the astrology and astronomy. That's what men did. You see, before men were warriors, men were in the temples doing these things. So we have to evolve, but on the same token, women also have to evolve through how to project and use their sensuality for the greater good of society to not only nourish and create their happiness, but also maintain the balance that is necessary to reach higher states of society. Have a wonderful day. Talk to you later. Peace.